It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Friday. Did I get the day right today, Scooter? You did. Nice. Spears you, on Sports. You know your Friday. Presented by M&M Carnage. Every day is Friday for me. <laughs> Come on, let's don't kid ourselves. Friday, June 23rd, day after the draft. Made it to a Friday. You know who didn't make it? Oscar Shibway didn't make it. Mm. Drew Timmy didn't make it. Sonogo. Sonogo, Sonogo didn't make it. Ah, the draft is over. Now we get to tell you how good everybody's going to be. Because Victor Wembanyama, or Wembayama, however you want to say it. Scooter might have been right again. <laughs> he is uh, automatic, right? There's no chance this guy is a bust. Correct? Didn't we say that about Greg Oden? I didn't. <sighs> he won't bust. No, I don't think he will either. Unless he gets hurt. But quit telling me there's no chance. Zion Williamson? Sure. No chance, right? And he's not there yet, but he's on his way to being a bust. Health issues, leg issues, weight issues. Guess what Victor Wambanyama could eventually have? Leg issues, weight issues. In his case, not enough weight. Mm-hmm. Leg, leg, leg. Feet and legs, man. Well, if he's going to play point guard, does he need weight? <laughs> That's a good point. You know? Can you see the seven foot four guy bringing the ball down the court? I mean, he made. Al- that would be awesome. I told you this before we came on, but Adam Silver was 6'3, and he made him look like a little child. He's one dribble, and he's across the timeline. Yeah. I mean, the strides are incredible. All right, Eminem Cartage Hotline's open. What do you think? 502-384-1450. Not just about the draft, about everything, about life in general. 502-384. This is going to be retrospective day. Let's think about where we are in our lives. No, let's not do that. I was about to say, I really am out. That is not going to help me at all. 384-1450. That's the uh, Eminem Cartage Hotline to join in the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going, your Friday going in the right direction? All 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller, only 89 cents right now. Thornton's come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. All right, so the draft was great. It was great. We knew it was going to be Victor. By the way, Somebody's messing with those odds for the second and third pick. You know how much freaking money I missed out on okay. last night? Because if you bet Brandon Miller when we were talking about it, it was yesterday, plus 450. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't even look at Scoot what he would have been for third. Something's going on here. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, there are certain, I want to say this the right way, there are certain NBA insiders who have deals with some of these gambling sites whether it's DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, PointsBet, whatever it is. There are insiders, NBA insiders, who have deals with these companies. And there should be an investigation today. Mm -hmm. Because Scoot, not Scoots, Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller went back and forth yesterday in the last 48 hours, I'll say, as... Who was the favorite to get picked second and who was the favorite to get picked third? And it flip-flopped over and over and over again, and it felt like 
Vegas was just trying to get money on, from everybody. Everybody's going to bet the long shot or everybody's going to bet the favorite. If we tell you that Scoot Henderson is all of a sudden minus 500, 5 to 1, or he's plus 450, what are you going to do? Brandon Miller, when I came on the show yesterday, when I came on, Scoot Henderson was supposed to go third. He would have been the bet. By the time the show was over, Brandon Miller was supposed to go third. Scoot Henderson was supposed to go second. And it wasn't just plus 110, plus 110, flipping back and forth. They were big margins. Big numbers. Brandon Miller of Alabama goes number two to the Hornets, 6'9", 200-pounder. He's a rail. He'll put on weight. He can play. Um, And I guess Charlotte, Michael Jordan made the pick. They made that clear last night. He's getting out of the ownership business, but this was his pick. Why should he get any say if he's getting out? I agree, but yikes. Did he make a mistake? (laughs) Scoot Henderson from the G League Ignite goes third to the Portland Trailblazers, who after the draft said they have no intention of trading Damian Lillard. Okay. You might want to ask Damian what he wants. And I don't think he wants to be around there anymore. Damian might be happy. He's got his uh, C.J. McCollum type player back. I don't know. I don't know. Potentially. Potentially. There's a whole lot of potential the day after the draft. There's a whole lot of potential. By the way, of the first six players drafted, only one, only two, excuse me, were college players. Does that concern you? Well, you had the twins, so that's kind of like one guy getting drafted. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but Victor is from France, Scoot, G League, Ignite, the Thompson Twins, uh, Overtime Elite, and I don't have number six in front of me because I don't do a lot of research. Do you know what Overtime Elite actually is? I have no idea. So I looked Anthony up- Black was six, the Arkansas. So two of the first six, two of the first seven, because Bilal Koulibaly, from France, went to the Pacers, who then traded him to Washington with the seventh pick. Two of the first seven college players. Last year, the first seven were college players. So I looked up Overtime Elite last night because I was like, what is this? Like, I know it's not, not the G League. It's not part of the G League. Yeah. So basically, it's a it's a league is for o- 16 to 20-year-olds down okay. in, like, Atlanta, Georgia. Is it Oak Hill Academy? No. They're, so they've got, like, six teams. Is I there guess, even a school league. I don't think there's any schools affiliated. Yeah, I think you're right. It's all just like a youth league. Wild. But they're they're expanding, so they're going to get more teams. Well, of course. Who wants to go to college when you don't have to? Sure. Um, Yeah, things sure have changed here on Walton's Mountain. I know Mm -hmm. you won't get that reference, but there you go. Uh, Number 10, surprisingly here, Kaysen Wallace from Kentucky, whose over-under was 14 and a half. Really? Yeah. I bet you didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah, I do research. He went 10th to the Mavericks, who traded him immediately to the Thunder um, for the uh, 12th pick, Derek Lively the second from Duke. We saw a lot of trades last night, John. What do you think it's about? Cra- I couldn't keep up with them. What all. do you think about the guys getting drafted? So let's take Case and Walls, for example. He gets yeah. the Mavericks hat, yep. but then gets informed almost immediately he's getting traded take to a OKC. Picture. You should take a picture of all these guys in their hats because half of them will never play for that team. Well, it's like, why can't they rig it in a way where that trade's announced I mean, and he gets an OKC Everybody hat. knew that that uh, Porzingis was going to be traded to Boston. 
Mm-hmm. And that Boston was getting the 25th pick from Memphis in a three-way deal there. But when the 25th pick came around, Memphis made the pick. I mean, it's kind of silly. The trades aren't allowed to, to uh, be announced officially until the first day of the new calendar year, year for NBA basketball, which I think is July 1st. But it's kind of silly because now it's harder to follow. Just tell me, you know, hey, Kaysen Wallace is drafted, and then when Derek Lively goes 12th, just tell me before you announce Derek Lively, hey, Derek Lively's going 12th. He's being drafted by Oklahoma City, but don't give him an Oklahoma City hat. Mm-hmm. Give him a Mavericks hat. Take the Oklahoma City hat over two tables and give it to Kaysen Wallace, who was drafted two picks ago. Right. But that's it. Kaysen Wallace, 10th. He becomes, uh, I think, the 16th year in a row that a Cal player goes number one in the draft or number first round in the draft. Uh, they said 13 this morning. It might be 13 at Kentucky. It might be 16 overall. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, he did have Derrick Rose. Some, guy, some guys in Memphis. True. Um, but uh, I, that, that one surprised me a little bit. Now, it's, once you get out of the top five, it's all about need. It's not about potential. It's about, okay, what do we need? Now you got teams going, what do we need to compete for a championship or for the playoffs? Some teams for the playoffs. And Casey Wallace, it didn't make sense to go to Dallas. Luka's going to handle the ball. He's bringing it up every time. Why would Dallas want Casey Wallace? And it didn't make sense at the time that the trade went a 10-12. However... The Mavericks threw in another draft pick here, so now it makes sense. They threw in a future pick um, to Oklahoma City in order to get Lively, who they really, really wanted. But if you wanted Lively, why didn't you just draft him? Well, that was the situation. Did Did you see the pay, or the Pacers and Wizards at 7-8? Uh, Pacers, Wizards. Yeah, yeah. The so Pacers, Pacers drafted Cole Bolly, who yep. the Wizards wanted, and then Wizards drafted Jarris Parker, who the Pacers Walker. wanted. Or Walker, yeah. And then, but I found out today, Pacers, I guess, are getting two second round picks as well out of that deal. But why, yeah, just why not draft so the guy I, you want? I guess the Pacers said, decided, you know what? We really know Washington wants Walker. Or, or wait a minute. The Pacers said, we know Washington wants. Koulibaly, mm-hmm. so we're going to take him. And now if they want him, hey, if you guys want Koulibaly, we just took him, and you got the next pick, take, that, that take Jairus Walker for us and uh, give us another pick and we'll uh, or some cash or whatever, and we'll, we'll, we'll trade picks with you. It's, it's good business mm-hmm. for certain teams. but it, And that's why you should never let anybody know who you really want. Don't tell them who you want. Why a, would you tell them who you want? It's like an heir, right? It's like, yes. In the movie air, yeah. They just kept everything under wraps. Don't tell them who you want. Uh, number 17, Jalen Hood Shafino, who's your fans? Woo-hoo. Uh, you know, one and done at IU. He goes to uh, Scooter's hat. You got your Lake, you got, I don't even, is that a Lakers it's hat? It's not a it's Lakers It's just a hat. Los Angeles it's hat. It's a black right? and pink Los Angeles hat. Yeah. It's a lot, of, I, it's way too much pink. I have not record. worn this hat in probably five, six years. Saw it in my closet this morning. I was like, yeah, I got to rock He's one of the few guys didn't get traded. The Lakers take uh, Jalen Hood Shafino, 6'4, 217 out of Indiana. And um, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to play with LeBron. Yeah, how cool is that? Right? I don't know if they're sold on uh, D'Angelo Russell anymore. They brought him over at the trade deadline. He, he was, was sort of a meh. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Hood Shafino, 
Look, what do I have to do? Well, I got to get the ball to LeBron and AD. That's a pretty good gig, right? No, Jaylen, and, and and they'll get it to me when I'm open. Jalen Huchafino is one of the best mid range players in this draft, so I I expect he'll utilize a lot of that in the NBA. I just worry that the NBA is turning into a three point three pointer only league. Just now, what are you well, talking about? It's been that way, John. I, but only three pointers. You either shoot to three or you don't shoot. That's it. Eh, we still get some. You guys still got KD. You still got Giannis. Giannis is trying to shoot threes. Brooke Lopez never could shoot a three. Now he shoots threes all the time. He can hit them too, by the way. You think Victor's not going to take some three-pointer? No, he'll shoot them. <sighs> and nobody in the league will be able to block it. This one surprised me because it took so long. Trace Jackson Davis, second to last pick in the second round, 57 mm-hmm. to the Wizards. Boy, he got some good news. Yeah. You're a wizard. Uh, you know what? Take that hat off. You're a Golden State Warrior. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and if you saw the Mike Dunleavy Jr. interview, the new GM of the um, Warriors, he said he's on the fifth. He's on the roster, man. We we need him. Uh, we are thin at that position. We know they got guards. Um, well, they got one less guard now. Well, they got one more guard too. Chris Paul traded for Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. See that? Mm-hmm. So, Jordan Poole instantly here's the, deleted Draymond Green off his Instagram. Well, here is instantly. Here's the message the Warriors sent. It doesn't matter if you punch your teammate. We're going to keep the guy we think gives us a better chance to win, and we'll trade the teammate, even after we sign him to a long-term deal. Jordan Poole's making money. Mm-hmm. And I guess Washington's going to keep him, but who the hell knows? Washington's not keeping anybody. They draft Trace Jackson Davis. They trade him immediately to the Warriors. What did they get for TJD? I don't know. I'm not it's sure. Got to be draft that. picks. Yeah. Because I didn't hear any other name involved in the right. trade. Me neither. But that's a great landing spot for Trace. I mean, oh, people are perfect. talking about he needs to improve upon his shooting. What better way to do that than be under the tutelage of Steph Curry? Is Draymond Green going to be with the Warriors? I think so, yeah. Because, you know, that's a spot. That's a guy who, with all his faults, he can teach a big guy how to play. Yeah. Uh, so I think a great landing spot, although if you're Trace Jackson Davis and his camp, you're you're sweating it out there at the end of the second round. Mm-hmm. You are sweating it out, man. Because Washington didn't necessarily want you. Maybe they heard the Warriors wanted him. Maybe the Warriors called him and said, hey, we don't have a pick left. Take Trace Jackson Davis and we'll give you a couple of future picks for him. And they said, well, we don't have any plans. Sure, let's. we don't have a roster in Washington anymore. <laughs> So let's just take any – who wants somebody? Anybody want somebody? Give us a couple draft picks. And the Warriors step up and say, yeah, we'll, we'll take uh, Trace Jackson Davis. Hope their G League team's loaded. And then the 58th pick, final pick of the draft, first time ever that a Kentucky player has gone last in the draft, Chris Livingston, not Oscar Shibway. 6'6", 219, he goes to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they've got openings. Chris Middleton is a unrestricted free agent, so he's probably gone from Milwaukee. I'm not sure Giannis wants him around anymore anyway with the injuries. Um, and Chris Livingston, again, here's the big P word, potential. He uh, had it coming to UK, and he's got it leaving UK. Mm-hmm. He, he played a lot better in the second half of the year than he did in the first half of the year. Can he take over that Chris Middleton role? No, not yet. I mean, they've still, got, time? They've still got Drew Holiday. He'll be fine. You know, they'll they'll be fine bringing him along slowly. Can In time, can you see uh, it? Yeah, yeah. He's got the athleticism. He's got to shoot a little bit better. Chris Middleton was a good shooter, especially from long range. 
so he's got to improve that part of his game. But yeah, I could see that. Same thing with Trace Jackson Davis. How long till he overtakes Kevon Looney? <sighs> Kevon Looney is one of those. What do they call them now? Unicorns. Yeah, you don't see anybody else like him. He's a tryhard. He gets 15, 12, 15 rebounds a game. Somehow he can't shoot anything out of three feet. <laughs> outside, and he won't. He doesn't shoot anything no, outside of three no. feet. Uh, he's an anomaly. You don't see guys like that. I think the that the Warriors love him because he plays defense and he rebounds and he's not an ego and he just says, "I'll get a rebound and kick it back out to Steph or Clay or Draymond or whoever." So I think they like him a lot. Uh, but Jackson Davis, one guy I know he can shoot better than is Kevon Looney. I mean, he may not have the the three pointer yet, and he may still have to develop his jumper. But he can shoot better than Looney. Can't. But I'm going to ask him to get rebounds and play defense too. And I don't know how much defense he played at Indiana. He was pretty good. Defense. So he's yeah, he's his, long. His he's last long. two years, Woodson really gave him a lot of freedom on the defensive end, and his block numbers went up like crazy. Yeah, he blocked shots. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the Warriors are – look, if you're the Warriors, we got scores. Yeah. We got Wiggins. We got, uh, obviously, Steph and Clay, Draymond, when we need him to score, he'll score. Which takes the pressure off. Yeah, absolutely. So we want you to rebound. He's probably uh, – that's probably the number one thing with him. You get some rebounds, you'll get some minutes. Oscar Shibway undrafted. He's the first ever National Player of the Year, Naismith National Player of the Year, to go undrafted. <laughs> it's never happened before. It's crazy. Uh, well, Zach Eady is on that list, but he hasn't been to the draft yet. <laughs> He'd have been picked. He would have been picked. And he'll, and barring an injury, he'll be picked next year. But were you surprised? I was no. not. I was not. No, I wasn't either. The yeah, skill set does not translate exactly. to the NBA. I mean, you're talking about Trace needing to get rebounds for the Warriors, and there could be a team out there like that for Oscar, but he... The yeah, rebounds he gets, got in college, are rebounds he's not going to get in the NBA. Yeah. You, because everybody in the NBA is longer and taller than Oscar Shibway inside. But do they have the hands that he does? Great. Good. He's got great hands. That's not going to get I mean, you that, an NBA contract. That, that helped his rebounding, though, a lot. Jacob Toppin, undrafted, but he does sign a two-way deal with the New York Knicks. Surprise, surprise, his brother Obi is on the Knicks. And uh, Drew Timmy, I guess there's not a place for that uh, that dude in the NBA. Shave the mustache, and there might be. No, you can't shave that. That's that thing's horrible. glorious. Horrible. Oh, agree to disagree. And we're going to disagree <laughs> on Grady Dick's outfit as well. Oh, yeah. I loved it. That thing was hideous. I loved it. What time are the skating finals? What I want to know. You know what it was based off of? I, I do not. Dorothy's slippers. Well, because he played at Kansas. Get it? That was awful. That's. I, I mean, there's a lot that played into it. I liked it. My eyes were bleeding. <laughs> All right, we'll talk more about the draft. Uh, Chris Paul going to the Warriors. What does that mean uh, for Trace Jackson Davis and everybody, and Steph Curry and everybody else on the Warriors? And Jordan Poole, will we ever hear from him again? Big series for the Reds this weekend opens tonight. College World Series classic game last night. We'll check in on the Louisville Bats as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Axe. First on next business day, member FDIC. Thank <laughs> you.
Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. Eminem Cartage hotline open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to add your two cents into the conversation, 384-1450. Thorns text line open, 502-414-1450. Get your text in at that number, 414-1450. Texter says, I like the guy, and I think he's really good. I thought he was going to be talking about me, and he wasn't. <laughs> and I think he's really good as an analyst, but why on earth was J.J. Redick working the NBA draft? Clearly last night, he barely watched college games compared to other college analysts. For instance, Fran Frischilla could have been working. What did you think about the broadcast last night, Scooter? Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I actually couldn't agree with that text any more than I do. J.J. Reddick, there was so many times they I came like to I like J.J. Reddick. Oh, I love J.J. Yeah, Reddick. I think yeah. he's really smart, and he'll stand up to Kendrick Perkins or, or Stephen A. Yeah. Smith or anybody else. More times than not, I really enjoyed J.J., but there were just so many times last night where they would come to him and be like, J.J., what do you think about his game? I don't know. I've never seen him play. Then what the yeah. hell are you doing on yeah. the, on that desk? And there? Fran Frischilla, by the way, has been on the draft before, and especially the international players, mm-hmm. he's seen them all. Exactly. He's yeah. seen them all, and he's got an opinion on all of them, and he's, he, I guess he's just not good TV now. J.J. was just – he, he reminded Billis me – Billis is fine. Yeah, Billis was good. I thought he was good. But J.J. Um, just reminded me of you doing this show. Just no research. Just do a little research, yeah. pal. Well, why not? Wow, that's <laughs> overrated. Uh, Texture says the overtime elite players get paid or scholarship credits if they choose to go to college instead of the pros. Let me tell you this. None of them ever choose to go to college instead of the pros. They are told that they need to go to college instead of going to the pros, and that's how they can get scholarship money, right? If you're playing for overtime elite, you think you're going to be in the league. Oh, yeah. Or you're not playing for them. It's like Oak Hill Academy used to be. If you're playing like Rajon Rondo, he went to Oak Hill Academy. Now, he didn't go to go to class. The new Montverde, the old Montverde. Oh, Montverde's coming back. I know Oak Hill's the old Montverde. True, got it. Yeah, yeah, backwards. You had it backwards. You are backwards. <laughs> uh, Chris Paul to Golden State. Now we knew he wasn't going to wind up in Washington. Everybody knew that he wasn't going to play there. He would just as soon retire and do extra State Farm commercials. So we knew Chris Paul, CP3, and his brother Cliff Paul were oh, not. He got traded too. We're not. Yeah, he got. He, he goes wherever Chris goes. I mm. think. I think it's in the contract. But you got Chris Paul now, who's thirty-seven. Look that up. Uh, going to Golden State, he will take over. I don't know what role he has. I think he'll start games, play five minutes with Steph and Clay, and then come out and then come back in the second quarter and play with the second unit. Uh, I think that's how they'll start to use him. I was surprised that the Warriors let Jordan Poole go. Now, I know he didn't have a great year, and I know he really struggled in the postseason. But you signed him to a pretty big contract. I guess they're glad to get out from under that. Here you go, Wizards. Take uh, you, you, We know Chris Paul's not going to play there. We'll give you Jordan Poole and his, and his contract, by the way. Um, has Jordan Poole ever heard from again, Scooter? Uh, yeah, I say so. And the Wizards, by the way, I said this, I want to say Tuesday, they should let everybody in for free. Give a donation on your way out. If you enjoyed the game, put 40 bucks in the pot. If you didn't like the game, put five bucks in the pot. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to see this roster. 
Kyle Kuzma is not going to re-sign with Washington. Porzingis is gone. Hachimura is gone. Uh, remember when Russell Westbrook was there less than two years ago? He's gone. At least he was exciting. By the way, Chris Paul is 38. 38. You know how old Steph is? This kind of shocked me. Uh, well, he looks like he's 12, but I'm going to go with 35. 35, right on the dot. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I'm, see, I didn't do any research either. And I, <laughs> See, I just sometimes I just know things. Um, so Paul gets traded. That, okay, here's, here's my question. Name another San Antonio Spur other than Victor Wembanyama. Romeo Langford. All right, name another Spur <laughs> that didn't go to IU, didn't play high school basketball in New Albany, that uh, is on that roster. Uh, isn't Jacob Pertle on that team? Pertle is, that's a good guess. Ja- Jakob Pertle. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Not I a lot of people can come up with either one him, of those names. Name another Anybody one. in Southern Indiana can name Romeo Langford, but nationally, nobody comes up with any of those names. I would have said DeJounte Murray, but he got traded to the Hawks last year. Mm-hmm. Um, will that be, will San Antonio now become a destination for free agents? I get to play with Victor. I get to play with the unicorn. The guy that a lot of analysts are saying is not the next LeBron James, but he's the best number one pick since LeBron James. Because you don't want to say the next LeBron James. But what about Draymond Green? He's a free agent. Kyle Kuzma, he's a free agent. Is San Antonio now, again, a destination like it was when Duncan and Robinson and Ginobili and Parker were there? Do guys going to want to play there? Yeah, I mean, potentially, yeah, absolutely. And do guys still want to play for old, crotchety, 74-year-old Greg Popovich? (laughs) I did a little research. He's 74. Do you guys want to play for him? Gorgie Dang is on the uh, <laughs> Spurs. <laughs> so, so you took it out of took a time out of your day to look up the Spurs current. Yeah, roster. They, they actually have a pretty good roster. They do not have a good. They roster. do. I, I here's a quiz. Don't look. How many games did the Spurs win last year? Twenty two. Twenty two. Ding ding know. ding! I give I, you that. I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> Twenty two and sixty. What is a good year for the Spurs this year? 32 and 50? Do they have to play 500? I mean, when LeBron came into the league with the Cavs the first year, I think they played 500 ball. If you gave Does me, Victor have to get you to 41 wins? If you gave me the over-under of 32, I would take the over. Mm, I'm not sure. First of all, I want to see the roster. Um, Jeremy Sochan, Keldon Johnson, Trey Jones. Keldon Johnson, I should have Zach got. Collins, Devin Vassell. Let me let me finish my let me finish my sentence. I want to see the roster after the uh, trade deadline and after everything settles after the draft here, when the new uh, collective bargaining agreement, the new year starts for the NBA. I want to see that roster. Are you a big summer league guy? No, I've I've been to the summer league games. How about that? Actually, Rick went to Vegas two years ago. Went to. uh, What's some summer league games? I'm curious. I asked my roommate this last night. Rank these four things for me in order, from right. best to worst. You right. ready? Sure. NBA draft, NBA summer league, NBA regular season, NBA playoffs. Playoffs, obviously. The best. Well, it's easy. Yeah. Playoffs, regular season, summer league, draft. 
So the draft is your worst. Yes. Did really? you watch it last night? Yeah, but I mean, I, I, even though the coverage stunk, the coverage that's, is terrible. That's not always the case, though. I mean, there's been years in the past where the NBA draft has been really entertaining. I, overall, I, th- I like okay. it more than the NBA regular here's part, season. Here, okay, here's part of the problem. I'm watching last night. Victor Wambanyama, first pick. Mm-hmm. The only time I've seen him is on highlights on YouTube. Scoot Henderson, never seen him play. Amen Thompson, never seen him play. Osar Thompson, never seen him play. There's four of the top five picks. Yeah. I've never seen them play. Um, so Bilal Kulabali, seventh, never seen him play. And I think it's this is unfair, but it's 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 biased. But Taylor Hendricks, never seen him play. Central Florida. So he did at least play college basketball, but I've never seen him play. Mm-hmm. So part of the problem for me is you're drafting these guys. Oh, Victor Wembanyama. I never saw him play. So the draft to me is irrelevant to watch. To watch on television. I can get up the next day, pull up my ESPN app, click on Draft Tracker, and look at everybody and uh, see who got who. It does nothing for me. I watched much more of the College World Series game last night. Much more. And I got I got two TVs. I still didn't have enough impetus to put the draft on one and put the college college World Series on the other. Oh, the draft's really entertaining if you have it on mute. How were the moms last night? Uh, Let's go ahead and get perverted while we're there, here. How there were the moms last there night? There were a couple lookers, but uh, it was a weak mom class. It as was well. a weak mom class. Yeah. Uh, the NFL draft was solid this year. It was mom wise. But the NBA, not good. Okay. There, there were a few. Uh, what did you think about Jet Howard going 11th to Orlando? Yeah, I, that interview kind of was. Ends up, yeah, the interview was cringy a little bit. Yeah. Mom, she loves her boy. Like, and, and Juwan had his hand on mom's knee the whole knee. time. It was, know, was like, that, okay, was that. Because there's two ways you could look at that. Was that Juwan. Just kind of taking care of his lady because he knew she was getting ready to cry? Or was it the knee grab? You've said too much. Time to shut up. Because <laughs> you never know. I'm going to go the first option. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I think Juwan rules the roost there. Uh, I think it might have been, uh, honey, Stop let, the, let the men talk. <laughs> Which is completely wrong. I'm, I'm not a, a fan of that. Uh, I didn't see Grady Dick's mom. What was uh give me a give me a rating. You know, I don't recall seeing her either. She wasn't there? Yeah. Well, she, she saw the outfit be, yeah. and said, I'm not going to that thing. <laughs> if you're wearing that, son, I'm staying home. Uh who had the best draft? Do we have any idea? No. Well, that's San Antonio. Just because of one guy. Sure. Did the Spurs have another pick? Forty fourth, they took City City Sissoko from G League Ignite. I'm sure I butchered that name. Oh, I remember Grady's mom. Yeah, she's okay. You'd Would like you look her. it up? You'd like Did her. you look it up? I did. And I, well, I remembered. <laughs> she has, her name was Carmen, and that's my mom's name. Carmen Dick? Yeah. And they're, they're your, they were born in the same age, or same year. Uh, is that an unfortunate name when he gets to an NBA uh, visiting arena? Oh, yeah. Is he going to hear about oh, it? Oh, yeah. But don't, if I'm doing Sports Center highlights, I want him to have a good game because I'm going to have fun. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. All right, um, LSU 2, Wake Forest nothing, 11 innings, two-run homer by Tommy White. 
off the first pitch when the closer came in for Wake Forest. By the way, first time all year Wake Forest lost two games in a row. Wow. Think about that. That is That's hard to do. pretty incredible. Um, Paul Skeens, we talked about him yesterday, as advertised. Rhett Louder, the Wake Forest pitcher, as advertised. They both go top five? Uh, top ten. Okay. Top ten. It just depends what you need. Do you need a hitter? Do you need a pitcher? Um, I think Skeens is top five, and I think uh, Louder's top ten. Maybe it's because he's got too much hair. Yeah. But when you look at Skeens, the mustache, oh, that's hard. It's it's hard to draft him. Raleigh Fingers had one of those. Not His is not r- quite Raleigh Fingers quality, but he's trying. Could you see him going number one? Sure. I think the, the, uh, the batter, what's his name? The guy that got the single in the 11th, he's going to go number one. Oh, Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. He's going number one. By all accounts, that uh, he's the guy. But, boy, those pitchers, that was an instant classic. He smacked – Cruz smacked that ball in the 11th. He did. And Third baseman didn't even have a chance, and it wasn't he not that far from He had struck out his previous two at-bats and had not looked good doing yeah. it. But those pitchers made a lot of those guys look bad. They did. Because those two teams can flat-out hit, and they couldn't hit anything last night. So LSU advances. They'll play Florida Saturday at 7, Sunday at 3, and then Monday, if necessary, at 7. Three games set. The SEC is set to have another baseball national champion. Just means more. It just means more. That's what they tell me. LSU and Florida played in the uh, title series in 2017, and Florida won their first national title that year. Oh, throw the house at LSU. Well, the head coach said, this is by far the best team and chance I've ever had to win a national championship. And he had taken an Arizona State team to the championship series. They lost to Coastal Carolina that year. Um, so, now, LSU was ranked number one first half of the year. Wake Forest was ranked number one second half of the year. That felt last that game last night felt like it was for all the marbles. It did, yeah. I agree. And, and it was it was great. Great crowd, beautiful weather. This is the first year I can remember where we haven't had tornado warnings <laughs> or or heavy thunderstorms washing out a couple of days of the College World Series. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but it is. We're supposed to have tornadoes during the College World Series. Global warming. At least funnel clouds. Give me some funnel clouds. At least make it exciting. <laughs> I got to get out there. Tony Burke has gone out there. He uh, he and his brothers took their dad before he passed away, mm-hmm. and they went to Ro- the old Rosenblatt Stadium. I think the last year it was still there. It was still played there, and uh, they went for. I guess the whole first week of the uh, College World Series had great seats. Got had a we got a friend that's kind of involved with the NCAA. Got they them, drive got them some great seats. I think they drove out to Omaha. How far would a drive would that be? No idea. Let's ask Siri. She would know. Siri, how far is it to Omaha, Nebraska? She's pretty smart. She doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> Six hundred ninety-five miles by car. She's in one of her moves. And apparently, there's light traffic right now. Nice. According to Siri, let's do it. Let's go. Six ninety-five. So if you're going seventy miles an hour, ten hours. Yeah, that's not bad. But uh, that's something on my bucket list. I went to the Final Four. Uh, I've been to a Masters practice round. I'm going to the PGA. Hopefully, Dugan will take care of us, and we'll be on radio row for the PGA next next year. 
Uh, NBA All-Star Game I've been to back when it was at the Hoosier Dome. When it was called the Hoosier Dome. A long about, time ago. But Larry the, Bird was playing. But the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, I've seen them. I saw them four or five times when I was a kid. That's nothing. <laughs> but College World Series in Omaha is on the list. It's on the list. Never been to the Super Bowl. I had some buddies go to Atlanta for the Super Bowl, and they thought, well, we'll just get tickets when we get down there. <laughs> no shot. They watched the game at a bar. I guarantee you. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. A little baseball to talk about. Get you set for the uh, Major League weekend. I think I got a whole week of shows next week. Whew. Got to watch some movies or something. So Got to have something to talk about. Maybe we'll get to that TV stuff that, that we were talking about last week. So we'll uh, we'll preview the uh, weekend coming up in Major League Baseball and talk a little Bats baseball as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Axe. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the week. Let's wrap it on up. I'm kidding. All righty. Scooter would love to wrap it up. Well, you got to cut grass today? Yeah, I got to cut my grass. I wouldn't want to wrap it up if I had to go home and cut grass. Well, I, I've got to host the Rutherford show. Oh, that's right. So you got three. Are you cutting grass in between? So I've got to either cut my front or my backyard when I go home, yeah. So join uh, Justin Kalen today, 3 to 5. For the uh, Mike Rutherford show, Trevor God. Kelsey will be with you. You want some entertainment? That'll be your spot. How? What do you? How is this going to? Ha- how's this going to no work? Idea. I have no idea. Because I know Trevor doesn't know anything about sports. I've got so other than I, the Eagles. I've got some sports topics planned. He doesn't want to talk. Uh, about, he wants to talk well, about. Well, and that's the thing is I don't have very many sports topics yeah. planned because I know he's going to bring it off the rails. He wants like to talk MP. pop culture. He wants yeah. to talk uh, weed. Um, probably movies. Yeah. All the things I don't know about. Wrestling. Yeah. Throw a little wrestling in there. I'm, I don't know anything about wrestling. Folks, if you want uh, entertainment, 3 to 5 today right here on the Big X. Mike Rutherford. Is Mike back on Monday? I assume, yeah. No, by the way, which... I wasn't asked to fill in. Which, by the way, John, they did predictions last Friday for the Reds and where they would be in the oh, NL yeah. Central. Yeah. Went back and listened last night. Trevor said the Reds would be five and a half back. Oh, Mike had the Reds three games back. Reds are in first by a game and a half. So they were well off the mark on that one. Pittsburgh lost again yesterday, blew a late lead. What did I tell you last week? Pittsburgh stinks. They are done. They are now behind the Cubs. Yikes. The Pirates have lost 10 straight. Do they get uh, Cruz back? It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> They've lost 10 straight. They lost to Miami last night 6-4. Uh, I think Miami got five runs in the bottom of the eighth to beat them. In fact, I know they did for gambling reasons. I know <laughs> that happened. By the way, I'm betting the Braves tonight. The Reds have won 11 in a row. Atlanta comes into Cincinnati. A.J. Smith-Schuster? No, A.J. Smith-Shawver goes for Atlanta tonight. He's 1-0 with a 203 earn run average. Luke Weaver for the Reds, 1-2 with a 647 ERA. Atlanta's won eight straight coming in, so something's got to give tonight. And Atlanta's minus 150 tonight. Mm-hmm. They are heavy favorites uh, against the Cincinnatians. But 11 in a row is 11 in a row. For sure. Motor rolls, motor oil, 11 in a row is 11 in a row. And the Reds and Braves start a three-game set 
of division leaders. I'm not sure we thought we would ever say that with the Reds playing the Braves. <laughs> but that's what you get tonight. Uh, a couple other series that uh, are fun to look at. Texas is in New York to take on the Yankees this weekend. The Yankees lost again yesterday. Boy, they were getting booed out of Yankee Stadium yesterday. He's John Carlos Stanton is five for forty something since he came back from the uh, injured list with probably thirty strikeouts mixed in. There. <laughs> he's he's not good. Anthony Rizzo. They had three errors in one inning last night. Three in one inning. Josh Donaldson had one. Had two on one play. And Rizzo had an error, too. And he's not hitting. Judge is still hurt. Uh, they are getting booed out of Yankee Stadium now. And now they won the first two games of that series with Seattle, but they got they were down 10 nothing after four innings last night. Uh, they will host Texas. The Rangers, of course, still in first place in the American League West, 46-28. and They got a five-and-a-half game lead over Houston. They show no signs of uh, backing away. We all expected the Pirates to kind of fall apart. We, I think deep down, if you really search your soul, you kind of expect the Reds to not hang in there, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. But I think Texas is the real deal. And I said I picked them to go to the World Series in the preseason, so I feel pretty, pretty good right now about that. Well, prediction. I'll tell you, John, I placed a bet on the Reds to make the playoffs yesterday. So did I. So they are going to crumble. What are Any they moment. now? What would you get it at? Uh, plus 280. I got twenty two to one to make yeah the wait a few weeks to ago. win the division yeah yeah oh I no mine's just to make the just playoffs. to make the well yeah. they got to win the division to make the playoffs uh, not necessarily yeah there's only one team coming out of that division mm, I think maybe not we'll uh, you're wrong <laughs> um anything else catching my eye here Mets Phillies would but they both are not playing well uh, Houston and the Dodgers that's, that's an interleague series. series right. World Series matchup back when Houston cheated. And uh, the Dodger fans have never forgotten because they feel like the ring was taken off of their finger. By the way, did you see Rob Manfred's comments yesterday? He said something to the effect of he he regrets not having punished the Houston players yeah. more. He shouldn't have given them punished them at all. Yeah, yeah he regrets that. Uh, I like Rob Manfred. Same. Because uh, kind of like Adam Silver. He tells you what's what's going on in his head. He doesn't, you know, Roger Goodell doesn't tell you anything. No. And these two guys, um, and I don't think the previous Bud Selig told you anything Mm-mm. when he was major league commissioner. But Rob Manfred will stand up and say, hey, you know what? I didn't handle that right. I didn't handle it well. I'll learn. I'll do better next time. And I, I, I love that when people will admit they were wrong. That's why I don't like you very much, Scooter. You never admit when you were wrong. What? I admit when I'm wrong all the time. Uh, all right, so back to baseball. <clears throat> I just wanted to say that just to get you riled <laughs> up. Uh, Cubs and Cardinals are in London this weekend. Saw that. They will play at 1.10 Eastern time tomorrow on Fox, and they will play at 10.10 a.m. on Sunday. That's so awesome. On ESPN. Now, 10.10 a.m. is, I think, 3.10 p.m. in London. So they'll play a night game on Saturday night, a day game, afternoon game in London. At London Stadium. You know who plays there? Is that Wembley? No, it's called London Stadium. It's called London Stadium. Mm -hmm. I have no idea who plays there. West Ham United. What is that, soccer? Yep, Premier League. I have no idea. Never heard of West Ham? I'm sure I have. I don't, (laughs) you know. 
I know research. I know, Ma- I know Man City and Man United are two different things. Oh, you got the two big ones. Good. I figured that out like I don't know four months ago. That's it. <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso, he's got a good team. I don't know. Is that real? I don't even know if that's real. Mm, don't think so. So Cubs Cardinals in uh, London, and they did announce yesterday that next year it'll be the Mets and the Phillies in London Town. Why are we playing baseball games in London? That's awesome. Mexico City, I kind of got it when they would go down to Mexico City and the air was, I mean, it was worse than Colorado. Remember that earlier in the year, San Diego and San Francisco? I Mm -hmm. think they hit 11 home runs in the first game of the series. The over-under in the second game was 20. 20, yeah. Remember that? And I bet the under and I hit it easily. (laughs) And I never bet unders. I hate unders. I mean, it's the same concept as the NFL, though, right? They're just trying to grow their sport over. Yeah, but I think the NFL is eventually going to have a team over there. You think so? Yes. And they'll play three home games, and then they'll in a row, and then they'll come over here and stay here and play three road games in a row, maybe four, and that's how it'll go. By the way, I was thinking about this the other day. We have, in the big four, we've got teams in America and Canada. Are you surprised there's not a team in Mexico? We don't have any Canadian football teams. That's true. Uh, I'm surprised there's not a baseball team in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I thought by now Mexico City would have a baseball team uh, because it's the national sport right. in Mexico. No question about it. Um, Just odd to me. So, that yeah, I'm a little surprised by that. We left them that. out. And, and as they talk expansion, Mexico's not mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's just It's just never mentioned. Oakland's going to move to Vegas, and then they're going to get a couple more teams Probably to, to get it up to 32, uh, to have that way you'll have 16 in each league. Um, Oakland should have went to Mexico City. They could have kept the same colors. And the, the pro sports is so uh, hypocritical as far as going to Las Vegas is concerned. Mm-hmm. Five, five years ago, as recently as five, maybe six years ago, the NFL won, wanted nothing to do with Vegas gambling. They saw it as a a, a trap, you know, a, a recipe for disaster. Now they are all in. They are aligned with some of these betting sites. You can go to uh, Cincinnati, I, and I know this is baseball, but you can go to Great American Ballpark and bet games on site there. Yeah. Which I think is dangerous for me. I, sh- I'm not gonna, I better not be a season ticket holder. Unless but all of these leagues, Vegas, first they got a hockey team, then they got a football team. Now they're going to get a a uh, baseball team. And I mean, NBA's next. NBA's next. Vegas and Seattle are going to be the next two NBA franchises, in my opinion. All right, Bats beat the Charlotte yesterday 2-1. to one. Nice. Yay! Doubleheader tonight, 5-30 first pitch. Uh, that's why the Rutherford Show... With Dingus and Trevor, we'll only go two hours today. God, Nick I'm, Curran, so, I'm so happy. Nick Curran will bring you the double, <laughs> both games of the doubleheader on the Big X. 7.04 first pitch tomorrow. 5.05, very weird first pitch time on Sunday. Then the bats don't play Monday or Tuesday. Is that the minor league all-star break? Maybe so. And then they come back and play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night. So for those, that reason, I'll be on all five days next week. I got to wow. call now. I'll call in sick one day. <laughs> You wouldn't. I'm not feeling well already. Just thinking about it. Um, I'm going to take LSU to sweep Florida. They're, they're the hottest team. 
uh, probably the best team in baseball. So I'm say when I come in here Monday, the College World Series is over. Actually, I'm going to go different. I'm going to say they split the first two. LSU takes the third. So you think Monday there will be a game? Yeah. Skeens will bring it home. I'll talk to you Monday, Scooter. I'll see you Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it.